what you do to yourself, with yourself, by yourself, defines and it will define what your company is going to be. And so it's, it's just about maintaining that focus and ensuring that you're going to live by the practices that you implement even when nobody's around taking orders, listening, or watching. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Joshua Schuster. Josh, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Gresh. Yeah, super excited to have you on. And what I want to do before we jumped in is read a little bit more about Josh so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's working on. And Josh is a leader in both real estate development and strategic initiatives delivering sustainable outcomes. Josh's expertise in renewable energy has brought fresh focus on onto the solar sphere and its place amongst Florida real estate investors and Wall Street. Josh is chairman, CEO, and co-founder of Solar Back USA, a Florida-born initiative acting as a private equity fund and quasi-REIT attractive to environmental, social, and government investors. Josh is responsible for the overall leadership of the company, bringing over 20 years of experience in the real estate industry and to the energy industry and focuses on new markets and customers, as well as project inception and development. And Josh has completed over $2.3 billion, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, in real estate developments. He's won numerous awards, and he also has a really philanthropic side. So I think it's always great when you're doing great things, but also able to take time Time to give back to so many people. So, Josh, super excited to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am definitely ready. Awesome, awesome, awesome. To kick everything off, what I wanted to do was rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. So, I've been practicing real estate development uh, in New York City for the last uh, nearly 20 years. I got my start after college working for a real estate developer, cut my teeth in the market. Uh, Manhattan is quite a challenging and difficult real estate market to get into. Um, at the age of 25, I took a, a small family friend's loan. I went off my, on my own and um, built my first building at 26. And uh, that was surely an a interesting lesson on what to do and what not to do. I took the profit windfalls from that. My projects got larger and larger. Eventually, I raised an institutional fund, grew my team from my one-man band to 18 professionals. And then we started um, copying, pasting the business model across five other states. And then, of course, COVID hit and real estate market altogether across the country, across the world, really took a bath. And so for the last couple of years, we've just been maintaining the portfolio, improving it, getting out from some of the the pre-COVID situations. So in moving the family from New York down to Florida, and I'm back and forth between um, South Florida and New York, I was going to the grocery store one day, and I'm getting berated by the sun, and I'm parked way out at the end of the lot, and, and I'm upset at myself, I'm sweating through my shirt, and uh, as I'm walking towards the entrance of this grocery store, I'm looking around, and with my real estate background, I say, wow, there's a lot of horizontal real estate here. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of flat roofs in Florida. I'm used to tall skyscrapers in Manhattan. But with all these flat roofs and this sun really making me sweat, how can I take advantage of that? 
So looking at all that flat real estate, I said, maybe we come up with a business plan where I can go around and master these spaces and construct and develop solar farms on top of these spaces and in suburban primary or, or metropolitan areas without the high rises and captivate that sun, convert it into power and literally provide it to the tenants in that microgrid downstairs beneath that roof at, at a discount. So what it means is the landlord gets ancillary rent, so they get additional revenue. Um, the tenants in place now receive clean energy at a discount. And with 60% of GDP being small business, why not realize that money multiplier effect by giving them lower expenses? And in addition to that, with the by virtue of the long-term nature of these leases and the income generated from the tenants, we now create a fixed income product that investors like, and it's sustainable. So it's attracting three things, right? It's the triple bottom line, the people, planet, and profit. So that's the start of what it is we're doing right now. Nice. I absolutely love that. So I, I know you touched a little bit upon the organization, the business. I, I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you know, you're serving clients, how you're making that impact and, and really making a dent in the universe, so to speak. The first thing we do is canvas for the right property. So we're looking for grocery anchored properties. We're looking for large power centers, as much flat roof that's unobstructed as possible. You wouldn't want a flat roof that has tons of AC units popping out, and fans and signs and but you'd have to design around it, and that's a nightmare. So instead, um, if you go to large-scale industrial warehouses, grocery stores, uh, big-box tenants, for example, if you took every single big-box tenant in the country, okay, that's Walmart, Ikea, Target, et cetera, Home Depot, and you aggregated all of that roof space, that's almost 8 billion square feet of roof space. And if you covered that all with solar, you'd have enough energy to power New York City, 8 million homes. So this is... From our perspective, it's a vacant floor, right? And if you own buildings, you would never want a vacant floor. You would do anything in your power to lease up that space. So we're just going to landlords as we can just and say, hey, we'll rent your roof. I think people are now more focused and inclined, not only in self-interest, but because it feels like the right thing to do. So that's been our canvassing approach and raising the awareness coupled with showing the facts Every single building we scrutinize, we look at the roof, how much exposure does it have to the sun, and how much energy can we produce? Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. So I feel like by you being able to see that and you and your team and be able to put that opportunity in place and be able to create a better situation for people, that's just that just speaks to, I think, what is the essence of entrepreneurship? Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes I explain this to some folks and investors, and they're like, that's a great idea, but why isn't everyone else doing it? And sometimes it's that in-your-face idea that people don't see. I think more and more businesses are thinking about profits, of course, but how do you get profits while also making other sort of maybe intrinsic additions, okay? Especially with the, a, a competitive job market and in order to retain and attract the best talent, I think the generation that's graduating wants to be part of a company that has that, that key goal in mind, which is the environmentally conscious. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And so do you feel like that is a big part of what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself individually, the organization or a combination of both. But is it that ability to not think about the either or, but actually be able to say, this is a new solution that 
doesn't even have to be anything quote unquote new. It's integrating right into everything that we're doing. Do you feel like that mentality or that perspective is really part of what sets you and the organization apart and makes it unique? Yeah, I think I love what you said. You're absolutely right that uh, it doesn't always have to be a zero sum game. It doesn't have to be the one answer or the other. And I think a lot of big business and small business is actually seeing that, they're realizing that. And, and so the secret sauce, I think, has to do with our perspective. When we started, at least when I started in real estate and, and things were great, it's easy to boost your confidence, right? And feel like there's a Midas touch there. And then when things crash and burn because of COVID, you pick up a different kind of perspective. What does it feel like to get knocked down on the mud and lift yourself back up? So now with that experience, going back and starting a new vertical, a new company with the business uh, skills that we've ascertained over the years, I think the new approach is to say, okay, how do we do it a little bit differently this time? What are the core competencies and core values that make us different than anybody else who wants to come into this marketplace and try to compete? And, and I think the short answer is, as a CEO and entrepreneur, where my hand is constantly pulled in different directions by the world saying, this is important, this is important, this is important, take a look at this. And it's about yanking that hand back and like putting it on your chest and saying, no, actually, this is important. And what we want to place first in our corporate and moral values is what's going to lead this company. And so behind my desk here, I keep a little picture that my son drew, and it literally says he has a dream. Uh, to make uh, the earth a clean place first. That's what it says in like a seven-year-old chicken scratch. They're instituting that now in the eyes of young children at school that, look, let's take care of our environment. Now, you remember, Crash, when I was a kid, we just started to see the no loitering signs. But back in the day, you dug your garbage, it went out the window on the road. There's garbage everywhere. You don't see much of that anymore. People are showing, and slowly, but showing greater respect for the world around us. Yeah, I think that awareness and that consciousness is so huge. I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective? I like to uh, take a pause and meditate. And meditation doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to own to myself for a couple of minutes. Uh, For me, meditation is I don't have to have knee-jerk reactions to everything anymore. When I was young, as I said, I built my first building in 26, when I was too impulsive. When you're that impulsive, you make a lot of decisions based on emotion, which is all, which can be a good thing, right? As long as you're, you, you pause and think about that. I'm not sure, I, I'll tell you the story, like there's been some research done on uh, Abraham Lincoln's letters. And uh, during the war, he used to write a bunch of letters, scathing letters, firing this general, hiring that general, changing his whole army strategy. He would write them and close them and he'd set it down on the side of his desk. And he would wait to see whether or not he actually wanted to put those letters in the mail. Okay? So when they later aggregated those letters and opened them up and read them, and had he gone through with some of those decisions, we would have lost the war. That's how remarkable, and that's just a lesson itself to say, like, take a deep breath, pause, think through the decision you're about to make, because the outcome can be drastically different just on one small mistake because the time to cogitate on it just wasn't invested. Yeah, that that makes so much sense. So what would you consider to be what I like to call a CEO nugget 
This is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be advice you would give to somebody that might be starting a business, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self this. Yeah, um, great question. I, I would say that, and with experience, you can make fortunes, you can lose fortunes. Sometimes you can lose re- reputation and regain it. Um, but the one thing you cannot lose is confidence. And so I would instill and say that as long as you're confident in yourself, your business plan, your dreams, no one else can really take that away. And it's just having confidence in yourself and the idea. I think that's what differentiates sort of the dreamers from the actors and, and implementing the dream into reality. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Josh, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think uh, being a CEO means being a leader when sometimes you have no one to lead, right? So that what that means is like, uh, there's a similar expression where do the right thing when nobody's watching. But I, I think if you're always acting like a leader, because with any startup, for anyone has a good idea out there, more often than not, you're the first employee, the only employee, the CEO, the chairman, you're everything. So what you do to yourself, with yourself, by yourself, defines and it will define what your company is going to be. And so it's just about maintaining that focus and ensuring that you're going to live by the practices that you implement even when nobody's around taking orders listening or watching. Yeah, that's extremely powerful. And, and and to me, that also really spoke to me, especially for innovators and disruptive um, ideas, because a lot of times you may be your only cheerleader. You may only be the person that believes in what you've seen in that opportunity. So you almost have to, like you said so well, lead yourself, lead the idea, lead the mission and the vision. And then investors, the the teammate, like all those things start to support that. But a lot of times you have to blaze your own trail and you're the only one kind of going through that trail at times. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and it can be frightening, right? And that goes back to the confidence because when you're alone, solo, walking in the woods, for example, and you, you don't know if you're on trail, you're going to ask yourself, geez, am I lost? Right? I haven't seen anybody else and I don't have a map. Being a CEO, you don't necessarily have a map. You have a backpack full of tools and supplies and you're prepared and you have the skills to follow the sun or the compass or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you're alone. And even when you have a a bunch of folks behind you that are following you as the leader of the company, you're still mentally alone because you're leading the charge and everyone's counting on you to to navigate out of the woods. So it goes back to the confidence of, hey, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through the woods. I know that this is the right path. I know it because I've been trained to follow the right path. Uh, I prepared for this moment. And as long as all of those key ingredients are in, you'll find your way out. Yeah, absolutely. You have to make sure that you have that confidence to be able to charge ahead and blaze that trail. So Josh, truly appreciate that definition. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I want to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get all of you, find about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Our website is www.solarbackusa.com. There's all kinds of ways to get in touch with us there. Um, I'm very easily reachable. My cell phone is uh, right there on the website, as well as the email address. And um, love talking to people with good ideas. And right now, uh, where we are in this, this stage of the company, if you if you have a large flat roof, give us a call and 
we'll love to take a look at it for you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can get a hold of you. But truly appreciate all the awesome things that you're doing, Josh. But I think I appreciate even more like what it represents of being able to think outside the box, think creatively, but do it in a way that it doesn't force people to change the things that they're doing, but it helps out in so many different ways. So thank you so much for creating a quote unquote better mousetrap and, and doing so many phenomenal things. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you so much. And thanks for letting us shine some light onto the Sunshine State. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.